Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you to Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS is brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money if you switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Everyone's catching on. Everybody's doing it. Pharrellonthebench.com is taking over. Best cipher picks, top-shelf results, killer price, unequal football snacks, hoops, please. Pharrellonthebench.com is a slam dunk. Hockey winners. MMA, boxing, it's a knockout. Pharrellonthebench.com, sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. So after two months, the Nets and new CEO David Levy have parted ways already. I wonder what that's about. The guy had the job for two months and he's out? I guess he wasn't happy. No idea. No sleep till. Didn't like Brooklyn, apparently. Remember he used to run like Turner Sports. Remember that? That's the guy. Uh, Pete Carroll says Tyler Lockett should make a full recovery after suffering a severe leg injury Monday night. There's a lot of swelling, but they expect him to be okay. Are they in a bye now? Yes, they have the bye this week. Emmanuel Sanders of the Niners scheduled for an MRI after leaving the Monday night game with a rib injury. The offense went dormant after Sanders left the game. A couple big wide receiver injuries for those two teams last night. No doubt. Ryan Fitzpatrick named the Dolphins starter for the remainder of the season. The 15-year vet has led Miami to two straight wins. Now, this is like the the second time this season now that the Dolphins have declared somebody the starter for the rest of the season. Right. They did that with Rosen, too. You know, they said he's the starter for the rest of the season. And then a a couple weeks later, later, that changed. So... They basically just put the jinx on on Fitzpatrick here. You can guarantee he won't start every game for the rest of the season. The Colts are working out free agent kickers in the wake of Adam Vanateri's continued struggles. He's missed five field goals and six point after attempts this season. It's over for Vanateri. Look, this guy is probably the greatest kicker in NFL history. Right. He's made some of the biggest clutch kicks, Super Bowls, the snow game. Thing, you know, he's won Super Bowls, whatever. Um, this is one of these situations where it's like you don't want to just kick the guy out the door, but you have to. Like, you're done, dude. It's over. It's fried. I mean, it is what it is. He's not the kicker he was. It's it's one of those times where it's a hard, brutal reality in a tough business. He's got to go. Ben Roethlisberger opened up about his injury and sets a possible timetable for his return. He said, I think Mason's doing great. And um, he's doing some really good things. It doesn't matter what comes his way. He stays in the pocket when he needs to. He makes plays when he needs to. I think he's playing awesome. I'm proud of him. Uh, he said, OTA's mini camp, somewhere in there, I should be ready. Just taking it nice and slow. Doctor's orders, it's all about what they say. Uh, he's hopeful to make it to uh, OTA's and mini camp. He's trying to make the most of the season. Along with working on his rehab, he's been working with uh, Mason Rudolph, who's 4-2 and two as a starter this season, following their win uh, over the Rams. They play the 
Browns on Thursday night in Cleveland. James Conner optimistic he'll be able to go against the Browns. He's had a shoulder injury for the last two games. Sean McDermott remains confident in Josh Allen and the offense. I remain confident in Josh. When you look at what we've been able to do with the way he's been able to develop in short to intermediate throws this year, and certainly I understand he needs to be able to go down the field with accuracy, and that's where execution comes in. But they like him, apparently. Look, uh, like I told you the other night, I'm not – I don't know who to blame. I I don't know if I can blame him because I've seen – improvement in him from last year uh, I don't know if they're calling the proper game for him right now in terms of where he needs to to make him you know kind of try to win a game like Sunday give, give him the ball with two minutes left and you know make better decisions they need to make better decisions not him right well they've they've taken him making bad decisions out of the game the last four or five games and, and I get that but when you got the ball with two minutes left and a chance to win you got to let him try win the game Mike Zimmer says Kirk Cousins is playing fast. Uh, it has a lot to do with it, but there are a lot of times he did a great job of getting the ball out, too. He got hit quite a few times the other night. I'm not calling out the offensive line. He got hit a bunch of times, and there was times that he had to get the ball out quick, and I thought he did that well. In each part of the passing game, you got maximum protection things. You got seven-man protection, six-man, some five-man. It's important that when you get those five and sixes, and you're getting extra pressure to get the ball out. And he did that the other night. He said he's playing fast and making good decisions with the ball. Yeah, look, he can play fast. He can make good decisions. He can do all those things that they want to talk about him doing. Here's the bottom line. Until we see Kirk Cousins in January take that team into New Orleans, Green Bay, San Francisco, Seattle, whatever it's going to be. And win. He's going to go on the road and – and let's see him win, and then we'll start throwing him bouquets. This stuff now, we've seen good stretches from him before. Are the Vikings playing well? Of course they are. Kirk Cousins now, we've seen him do regular season. He needs to win playoff games. That's where it comes down. Saquon Barkley says he won't get shut down the rest of the season. He sure got shut down by the Jets. Funny, a guy talking big after he he got one yard. He's hurt. Uh, honestly, they should shut him down. They, they should shut him down they for the season. They should shut him down and get him ready for next year. The NFL has flexed the Week 12 Packers-Niners game to Sunday Night Football on NBC. I like that. That's a big boy game. They actually took a not a bad game out either. It was the Eagle-Seahawk game is the game that they took out of primetime. But those are two... The two best teams record-wise in the NFC right now, them and the Saints. The Pats game with the Bills has officially been set for Saturday, December uh, 21st at 4.30 at Gillette Stadium on NFL Network. Yes, they'll play three games on that Saturday, a 1 o'clock, a 4.30, and an 8 o'clock game. The Bills-Pats will be the middle game. Bucks texans will be the 1 o'clock game. And Rams-49ers, the late prime That's December 21st. Yes. Your 2019 passing leaders through Week 10. Rivers, one. Prescott, two. Winston, three. Wilson, four. And Rodgers, five. There you go. Baker Mayfield wants the crowd to be quiet when he has the ball on Thursday night. Wants everyone to shut up is basically what it boils down to. No noise in the stadium when he's running the show. Well, he had a problem with that on Sunday because there was a lot of Bill fans in the stadium in Cleveland. Pat Shermer will not stop calling offensive plays. He should reconsider that. 
Well, you know what? He's only got seven or eight more games of calling offensive plays, so he might as well. Might as well do it before get he gets it, fired. Might as well get them all in now. Lamar Jackson's first 16 career starts. Uh, he's got 13 wins. Rushing yards, 1,258. More than Ladanian Tomlinson. Passer rating, uh, 94.4. Better than Tom Brady, who was a 90.1 yards per attempt. Better than Aaron Rodgers, 7.6 to 7.5. And completion percentage, better than Drew Brees, 63% to 61%. Bottom line is, Lamar Jackson is turning into a rock star. There you go. The power rankings are out for uh, the NFL. The Patriots are one, Niners two, Ravens three, Seattle four, Green Bay five, then Saints, Vikings, Texans, Chiefs, Cowboys, and then on the outside looking in, uh, the Rams and Eagles. I don't agree with any of this. First of all, Kansas City and Dallas both suck. Their defense sucks. The Kansas City's defense is pathetic, and the Cowboys never win. So how are they, in God's name, top 10 in the league? It's absolute BS. The Bills are 13th. Colts, 14th. The Colts just lost to the Dolphins. How the Pharrell could they be 14th best in the league? They're not. Steelers are 15th. Their defense is raking right now, but they get their middle of the road. Please. I mean, this is absolute hot trash. Power rankings. Power rankings. Graphs and stats. What do you call it? Charts and graphs. Uh, What did you think of the story today about the, and I'll take your calls, but uh, the story about the uh, Astros cheating? Not surprised. We've heard rumblings about this for the last couple years, and one of the guys who actually played for them came out and said, yeah, they cheat. Mike Fire said that uh, they cheat. uh, And a couple of the Yankees, I saw Aaron Judge tweet tonight, oh, really? You know, because that was, Yankees lost to them in 2017, of course, in seven, and then the Dodgers lost to them in the World Series. He said it only happened during the regular season. Oh, sure. It only happened during the regular season. That's such a lie. Okay, I bet. And then Houston released a statement saying they're looking into the matter and that it would be inappropriate to comment. They're getting better at their public statements, Houston. Yeah, they're getting better after they, you know. After the situation a couple weeks ago with the fired assistant GM, I guess they're. Making fun of women. Right. The guy that, you know, the pitcher that beats women that they signed. There you go. Uh, Eric in Maryland, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going, Pharrell? Hey, dude. Yeah, I want to uh, touch on the Colin Kaepernick thing real quick. I know it's kind of getting old, and uh, this guy needs a job already. I just don't understand why none of the teams will pick them up. Like you said, there's a bunch of uh, quarterbacks that are subpar in NFL right now. But I do think that um, an earlier caller mentioned how they thought it was part of the deal that um, they gave him a chance in this workout. But I actually think that the NFL is trying to cover their butt on this because they need to give him a chance and they want to get it out of their hair. Because if they if go another year without him on another team, everybody's going to st- start looking at them again. Yeah, I think I actually think the longer uh, that he's out of the league, the less chance he has of getting a job and, and the less that it matters to anyone. The longer he's out, the less anyone cares. I think this is like today's news that he's getting a tryout, I think actually, frankly, caught everyone by surprise. It did. It did the same thing to me, too. 
And my last thing really quick, since I know you're a Steelers fan, right. what do you think about Colin Kaepernick coming to the Steelers? I mean, I think that the Rooneys are, are capable of taking on a player like this with the Rooney deal. I think it's, you know, something that the fans from Pittsburgh will be open to. And I think that um, I think he'd be a good fit as a backup quarterback, especially going in with Ben Roethlisberger being questionable next year and Mason Rudolph being a good quarterback. But who's going to be backing him up if Ben Roethlisberger leaves next year and, you know, the situation with Pittsburgh? So I just well, I, I think, you know, uh, Eric, it's, it's I guess, a, a decent guess. But I, I honestly think they're very comfortable with Rudolph and, and uh, the Duck Dynasty kid. And uh, that, Hodges, that's it. That's that's where they're at. I, I, you know, I really don't see them signing Colin Kaepernick, but because their their full intention is real simple. Next year, Roethlisberger's getting his job back, and then Mason Rudolph will be number two, and Hodges will be number three. They're not going to have four. That's the kind of situation that you don't want to have Kaepernick in. It's just you have a young quarterback. You need to know if he's your future. You bring Colin Kaepernick in, people are going to be clamoring for Colin Kaepernick to play if the kid doesn't play well. Needs to go to a team, you know, like you said, like Denver, where they don't really have anything going on right now. Or to go be the primary backup for a main guy where he's not going to play. It's just, that's the way it is right now. You put him on one of these teams with these young, sometimes struggling quarterbacks um, who are trying to find out if they have their quarterback of the future, um, it's not going to go well for them. Yeah, there you go. 855-212-4CBS. Call the show and get on the bench. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So what, Carver High, they were using the center field uh, camera or something to do it, and then they were banging on a trash can or something? To they had signal. all sorts of uh, little uh, things that they were doing to signal the signs. So what do you think? There's uh, even talk that they use that, that dopey train out in center field up there, up on the really? top of the wall. Well, is baseball going to do anything about it? Well, there's an investigation being uh, done by see. Uh, <laughs> by powerful people? Powerful yeah, nothing's, white? Nothing's going to happen. Powerful white billionaires? What are they going to do? Strip their championship in 2017? I mean, come on. Nothing's going to happen. And, and to be fair, um, I'm sure that they're not the only team that does it. Uh, you know, everybody in this in baseball seems to try to take advantage any way they can with uh, Stein stealing things like that. Um, you know, they just have been one of the more accused teams over the last few years, and you got one of their former players saying that it happened today. So, but they like him now. Yeah, Brian Cashman uh, has uh, expressed interest in both Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg. Well, they can't afford both of them, can they? I don't know. You talk to people around here; they're the Yankees. They can afford everything. So they're gonna get forget all the stuff they keep saying about how uh, they want to stay as close to the luxury tax number as possible. Who cares about that stuff? Uh, Go sign both of them. I mean, (laughs) get lost. The Yankees are not signing both of them. Which one do you want? I mean, if they were going to sign one of them, I would probably pick Cole out of the two of them. All right. Blockbuster trade seems likely this offseason. Zach Wheeler set to test free agency. Um, we all know it, here's the most likely people, right, is is uh, Mookie Betts, Francisco Lindor. Wow, that was a vicious sneeze right there. Jesus. And uh, Chris Bryant. Are the Cubs really going to move him? You got to be kidding me. I think the Cubs need to make some, some kind of a change 
mix up that group a little bit. So uh, getting rid of the World Series manager that won him a World Series for the first time in 108 years, that, that wasn't enough for him. So now they bring in a guy that's never managed a day in his life. That wasn't shocking enough. Now get rid of your best player. That's a great idea. That's what they should do. Get rid of their best player. Well, he, and get rid of the guy that brought him a World Series. Hasn't been as good the last few years. I'll take Mookie Betts. Yankees should get him. <laughs> Strasburg and Cole. Give me Mookie Betts. Well, he hit the Red Sox and the Yankees aren't dealing. Come on. Why not? We can all be friends here. Says the Phillies are going to go hard after Cole Hamels. Who don't the Phillies go after? And by the way, this happened tonight. Uh, the Giants hiring Gabe Kapler. Yeah. Let me just tell you something. Nice job he did in Philly. He, what did that guy do? The last two job. years in Philadelphia that, they didn't like a that spot warranted after him getting immediately getting another managing job. What did he do in Philadelphia besides lose? Nothing. The last two years. How does he get another? I hear he's tight with the GM, whatever. Another guy, you know, let me bring my friend in. Um, just awful hire, I think, by the Giants. Awful. I agree. Uh, remember they were going to hire Espada? They said he had, like, b- brilliant interviews, one after the next. And then what did he get in the end? Nothing. Out of all the teams that interviewed him, right? Didn't Espada interview with, like, 15 teams? How many jobs did he get? And then what, remember they were going to hire, what was the other guy's name? The uh, the Mets were going to hire uh, Eduardo Perez. Eduardo Perez. Jesus, I have seen it all. I heard he's going to do afternoons on the fan. I'm just kidding. Mike Schilt wins the manager of the year in the National League. Rocco Baldelli in the AL. Do you think Boone deserved it or Baldelli? Or how about Cash, the guy in Tampa? That I agree with Dick Vitale. The guy manages in front of no one. Yeah, honestly, I thought that Boone should have won this year. I know that they usually give it to the team that comes out of nowhere. I mean, Boone had so many injuries this year, but, you know, it's the Yankees, so they never give anything to the Yankees. I just hope uh, Giancarlo's having a good offseason. Well, he wants him to go. He's in, he wants him to go get both pitchers, too, right? Yeah. He plays a lot in his bathroom. Adam Wainwright, uh, Cardinals agree to a one year deal. He's 90, by the way. Adam Wainwright turned 90 today. Angels hired Tony LaRusso, speaking of 90. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, they who hired... hasn't he worked for in the, over the last four years? I mean, honestly. Years. And he's also very good to animals. Uh, Tyler Sagan and uh, Jamie Venn facing more internal criticism. Did you see the coach bashing them after the game over the weekend? Well, it worked last year, right? When the, uh, who was it, the owner or the, owner. the GM, whoever it was that killed them? The CEO. CEO killed them last Jim year, Lights. and they end up making the playoffs and making a run. So I guess let's try it again. Let's try to right. kickstart them. Uh, the Coyotes signed their GM Shaka Khan to a long-term extension. Uh, they are the they are the most dangerous nothing team in the league. They're winning every night. They won again tonight. They win every game. Have you have you seen the way they're winning? They've been playing very well. They really have. Lindsey Vaughn, the fiance of P.K. Subban, uh, is going to star in an HBO documentary about the end of her skiing career. She was a great uh, downhill racer. Great skier. I think she's kind of hot, too. Kansas Bat, can you say that on the radio? She's hot. Is that right? I'm afraid now you're not allowed to say anyone's good looking or hot or sexy or anything like that anymore. You'll get fired. Kansas uh, basketball recruiting five-star guard Bryce Thompson, the number 19 recruit in the nation, going to play for the Jayhawks. 
He'll be on probation for 40 years, but he's looking forward to playing in Lawrence at Fog Allen where they get all the calls. Uh, here you go. Uh, I'm going to win the title, so there's no need for talk of another title opportunity. The Cuban contender King Kong Ortiz getting ready for his fight with Deontay Wilder next Saturday night at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Guess who will be there live? Mafia. One guess. We're going to be there. There you go. Good call. Good good job by you. Is this guy, uh, Tito Ortiz, he's going to get run by Wilder in that fight, right? I mean, <laughs> Tito <he's> just... Ortiz. <laughs> What's his... Yeah. Louis what... <laughs> 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 Ortiz, Tito Ortiz. Doesn't matter. Wilder's going to run. Poppy Ortiz. Wilder's going to run this guy. It doesn't he's really matter. Hey, he's going to kill him. I would love to be there, though, for an upset. The guy's got massive bonds. If he lands one of them, he can knock well, Let me you ask out. you another thing. You know, here. what does uh, Chuck Zito say, Mafia? He's got a bunch of chance. <laughs> now, listen. What about this other guy? My guy, Tyson Fury. Isn't he supposed to fight Wilder after Wilder yeah. wins his fight? Yeah. Why do I? He goes and wrestles now last week. Now he's talking about well, Steve He wrestled last week, yeah, right? Yeah. In some WWE fight. Right. Now they're talking about him doing an MMA fight? He's going to fight Steve Miocic. See, this is what bothers me. He'll kill him. Where's the focus here? All right? Where is the focus? Uh, just Can you just focus on fighting Wilder? Yeah. Uh, and then I'll tell you another thing. Your boy uh, Masvidal wants to fight Canelo. Uh, I, honestly, I firmly believe I will place a prop bet on Canelo Alvarez will put him in, in absolute brain damage in ICU. He'll end up in completely brain dead. He'll fight him and lose his brain. I mean it. I'm not kidding you. That's what Canelo Alvarez will do to that guy from Miami that thinks he's a boxer. Mafia, you have to admit, this guy's lost his marbles. He's a great MMA fighter. That's all he is. He will get absolutely killed. He'll get destroyed. You thought Conor McGregor Mayweather was a joke? That Canelo Alvarez will put him in. He'll be brain dead. He'll be brain dead when he fights it. He'll kill him. He'll kill him dead. You you can quote me on that. He will. I mean, it's different. Conor McGregor as opposed to Stipe and Masvidal, who started in boxing, who have experience in boxing, and even have some professional fights. Or you know, Stipe was a Golden Gloves champion, but still, they're not at the level that these guys are at the height of their game. Canelo is just leaps and bounds above him. It's if it's just boxing. Oh my God! It it would be an absolute bloodletting. He'll kill him. Honestly, it'll it'll be absolute destruction. It'll be so. You know, have you ever seen Rock'em Sock'em Robots where the guy's head pops off? That's what'll happen. He'll hit him so hard his head'll pop off. We'll be at the fight and we'll see it. We'll see some guy's head rolling around on the canvas. I'm not kidding. We'll be the, uh, in Vegas next Thursday and Friday at the MGM doing the show live for Wilder Ortiz too. And it's on Fox pay-per-view. Call your cable operator. Order the fight. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. I got to tell you, Mafia, I had a rough night uh, betting tonight in college football going 4-0. I had uh, Eastern Michigan minus 17 to beat Akron and to win outright. They beat them 42-14. And then I took Western Michigan plus one and a half and to win outright. And they won at Athens uh, in, uh, I think it's, uh, where's, uh, is Ohio plays in Athens, right? I think I got that right. Is that wrong? Where's their games? Oxford? Is that where Miami of Ohio is, right? I can't keep track of it all. They are in Athens. There you go. Western Michigan won. Who cares where it is? 37-34. They got it done in, oh. 
overtime. I took the Broncos. They won it. Uh, scored a touchdown in overtime to win it. So I I had them to win outright in plus one and a half. Four and oh tonight. Uh, by the way, tomorrow uh, there's more football. Bowling Green and Miami of Ohio. That one's in Oxford. And then uh, Northern Illinois and Toledo at the Glass Bowl in Toledo. Uh, Toledo's laying three. Miami of Ohio's laying 17 to Bowling Green. Thursday night's Buffalo and Kent State at Kent. And North Carolina and Pittsburgh at Heinz Field up against the Steelers-Browns. Good luck with that. Friday night, Louisiana Tech at Marshall and Huntington, West Virginia. And Fresno's at San Diego State. So the rest of the week, we got like double headers every night in college football. Not bad. By the way, the biggest movers this week already in spreads. Buffalo from one and a half to six. Cincinnati from nine and a half to 13. Eastern Michigan uh, went from 14 and a half to 17. I hit that. Florida from five to seven and a half. Utah State from three to six. And Louisiana from 24 to 27 and a half. There you go. Uh, the fan vote is Ohio State, LSU, or Clemson, the best unbeaten contender. Who do you think's the best? Carver High. LSU, Ohio State, or Clemson? I think that right now you'd have to say LSU is the best team. You just have to. They've got the best. They, they have the best wins out of everybody. There you go. But I bet. But if LSU played Clemson in a game, I'd bet on Clemson. Think LSU's the best team? I would bet on. You bet on Dabo. Yeah. Ed Orger and sorry for cussing Alabama. Uh, that it went public. Not sorry for cussing Alabama. He's mad that what he said went public. Right. He doesn't care about what he said. He's more upset that it, people know about it. There you go. Oklahoma loses Trey Sermon and Kenneth Mann to season-ending injuries. Very troubling. Will Muschamp uh, reportedly expected back at South Carolina in 2020. That doesn't sound too convincing. He's reportedly supposed to come back. Boise State's coach gets an automatic one-year contract extension as the Broncos pick up their eighth win of the season by beating Wyoming in overtime last Saturday. The extension adds $2.2 million to the value of Harson's agreement, which now runs through 2025. Mike Leach, not a fan of his team, calls them frauds after their loss to Cal. Nothing like having your coach call you a bunch of frauds. Leach always got the best stuff, man. Right? He really does. He just does not care. Right. I love it. He's like Don Cherry. Jaden Daniels expected to play for Arizona State after missing the USC game. Uh, a true freshman from San Bernardino, Cali, he started Arizona State's first eight games before missing its ninth. For the year, he's thrown 60% of his passes. 11 touchdowns, just two picks. There you go. Wake Forest loses ACC leader in receiving yards and touchdowns to a season-ending injury. Sage Surratt is out. Here is the college football coaching move list. Names to keep an eye on. Matt Campbell at uh, Iowa State. Matt Rule at Baylor. Mike Leach. We've heard that a thousand times. Mark Stoops at Kentucky. Dave Clawson at Wake Forest about to get a better job. And then group of five coaches, Mike Norville at Memphis, Luke Fickle at Cincy, Harson at Boise, just got more time there. Why would he leave? Uh, Napier, Billy Napier at Louisiana, he's done a great job this year. He's 40. Uh, Tony Elliott, the OC at Clemson. Alex Grinch that stole Christmas, the D coordinator at Oklahoma. And then, of course, Dave Aranda, the D.C. at LSU. Brent Venables, the D.C. at Clemson, he's been 
targeted as a head coach now every year since I've been alive. And uh, Jeff Halfley at Ohio State, the co-defensive coordinator. They're so big at Ohio State, they got two defensive coordinators. Houston cornerback uh, Kadarian Smith charged with aggravated assault. He's having a great week. There you go. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Doc in Atlanta. G yay, 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 yay. How you doing, for real? What's up, Doc? Good. Nothing too much, man. Um, I'm first time caller. Listen to your show for a long time, and I just wanted to say uh, you've been one of the best sports guys that I've ever heard on the radio. You and Carver High, I think it's Mafia. Uh, what is it? Your uh, co-host name, right? But you're two of the two of the best that I've ever heard on the radio. Well, thank you. The time. Thank you very much, bro. Um, and um, I just wanted to say to you, you know, people have their their entitled to their own opinions, but not to their own effects. And regarding Colin Kaepernick, I'll ask the question quick uh, after this and get your thoughts. But, um, you know, if Colin was kneeling for uh, cancer or sex child trafficking or, you know, something else, you know, everybody would love him. But I like the way you shut people down and keep it real, the facts real. And, uh, you know, you're just a stand-up guy. And I, and I love that about you and your, your, what you say and and you host, you guys are smart, and you're right on time, on point. And then the thing that I wanted to ask you was this. Um, what team did you think that, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick uh, would be, would fit well with? And who do you think that, you know, if he got that chance, would it be New England, uh, Dallas, Atlanta, and also about my Cowboys, who do you think that will replace Jason Garrett? Well, I, uh, I, it's all very overwhelming for me because I'm not that smart. I, let me just say this. The teams that I think could use him are Denver. I think Carolina could use him. I mean, they got Allen, right? What do they got behind Allen? Uh, they're going to lose Cam uh, Newton. I think he's leaving there this offseason, it would appear to me. Uh, oh, Reed's already there. Oh, Eric Reed. Oh, his buddy. Uh, yeah, why not? Well, why not go there? Uh, I have no problem. I think he'd fit great there. Um, you know, where else would he fit? I don't know. Who backs up uh, Ryan in Atlanta? Matt Schaub. What a disaster he is, too. I I think Kaepernick can play with anybody. I don't know. Miami, I think those two guys. I mean, uh, Rosen, they obviously don't like him. They don't use him. So why not uh, Kaepernick? Well, if they're going to play Fitzpatrick the rest of the year, they've, I guess, seen what they want to see. With how, about, how about Tampa Bay behind Winston? That people want to know whether or not they're, they're going to give up on Winston. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I, I'd have to think more and more about it, like where he would fit, um, you know, beyond. Like, I really think Denver's the perfect situation for him, but we'll see. I, I, you know, I got to see what happens Saturday. I'm not giving him jobs yet. But like I said, I think what he's uh, stood for, um, he's a brave dude, and I think that he's made a huge difference in the world for people. And I think that uh, people need a voice, and they need someone that has the stones to do it. And I, I think he put his neck on the line, and I think his career on the line and his life on the line and everything else for all, all people of color and otherwise. I think it's for everybody. I think police uh, brutality uh, happens on all races. I don't believe it's just on blacks. I think it's, I think it's bad on blacks. I think it's bad, uh, frankly, on everyone. I think uh, everyone needs to be chilled. 
I think cops uh, are working, like here in New York, just so you know, they're working on relationships, right, with people, uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, they've had their fair share of massive problems here in New York City with strong-arm police tactics and Eric Garner and all this other stuff where they choked that guy out dead. Bottom line is this. I think that, um, you know, they're working on getting along with people in the boroughs. They're, they're working on relations with the community and relations with people in the community and all races. And, I mean, all walks where the cops are actually trying to befriend people in the community and get along with them. And, and then it, it behooves them to do that because then it, it benefits them in the end. Like, you know, if something goes down, people might talk to them if they have a relationship with them and tell them what happened instead of everybody hiding and not... You know, uh, the narcs and everything else go hiding. Bottom line is, uh, I agree with that, that they need to have better communication, better relationships with the community. Uh, you know, the whole protect and serve thing is, you know, that that whole, that line's been, they've been using that line for 100 years, and it's not working. We're here to protect and serve. What they really mean in, in Portuguese, that means we're here to push you around and tell you that we have all the, the juice and we have all the power and we have a badge and a gun and you're going to do what we say or we're going to put you in jail and we're going to beat you on the way there. How's that sound? So bottom line is they need to chill out and be cool to people and I think that people would get along with the cops a lot better. But I listen, I've said a million times I support the cops. They're, they have a brutal job. I have a million friends that are cops. And they, they have a horrible job, very hard, very tough, very stressful. And a lot of my friends that are cops are saying they just want to make it home. They just want to get home. They just want to get along with people and get home. They don't, they're not out to write tickets. They're not out to try to ruin your life. They want to get along with you and make things. They want to resolve situations, not escalate them, right? That's what they really, truly want. Now, there are rogue cops that are, you know, D's and you, whatever you want to call them. Uh, there's definitely problematic cops. But like I've said, I think, you know, if people talked more and got along and, and communicated and, and tried to understand each other, it'd go a lot longer and a lot further than the way things have been. Amos in Tennessee. I got to be quick, everybody. Uh, Amos, go ahead. All right. I'll make it real easy for you. In a, uh, in a game against the Big 12 championship-winning Oklahoma Sooners or the Alabama Crimson Tide, who do you take? In a game between Oklahoma and Alabama? Yes, sir. Uh, right now, with what I saw Alabama look like against LSU, I think Oklahoma might give them a game. Oklahoma can score, man. And I think Alabama, they couldn't stop LSU. So uh, that big vaunted Alabama train this year isn't as good as everybody thinks it is. They have, they're going to have one win against a ranked team. And if they let those bums in that playoff with one ranked win, that's absolute BS. They're going to be an absolute chaos revolt against that committee. Those dudes are going to have to move. They're going to have to find new homes. And they're going to have to hide their families in witness protection. They're going to screw everybody and put Alabama in. That's absolute BS. Scott in Pittsburgh on a fan real quick. Scott. Boom, you sleeping at the wheel, fat ass. Howard in Calgary, real quick. Ron McLean, the total chump. <laughs> I have nothing against Ron McLean, but I think he threw his friend under the bus. I really do. I'm sure he didn't see it that way, though. Thumbs up, Ronnie. <laughs> have another poppy, Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie. All right, get the podcast of the show on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, tonight and tomorrow, it's out. We're here tomorrow night at 10 for two crappy Mac games. 
bunch of NBA and NHL games that we'll gamble heavily on. Get all my picks at PharrellOnTheBench.com. Pharrell Ballers play tomorrow night at 7.15. Check out the play-by-play on my Facebook page, slash PharrellOnTheBench. We'll see you at 10 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night. For Carver, I'm Mavi. I'm Pharrell. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.